Love Talk Radio. Roll it. This is all about wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Ron. Basically what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast. And around, and around the world. You know, we really have had some, some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinecpr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinecpr. And now, All About Wine all about is wine. on. Here's Ron. All right. There we are. Another episode of the famous or near famous or whatever. All about wine. Yeah. So uh we, we could be famous. We we might we might be. Yeah. Well known, not, well known, maybe not famous, but well known. known. Yeah. yeah, I was I, I was looking today to uh, uh, to some emails, and one of them guiding me to a guy who has a, a wine blog, and uh, it, we were talking almost a year ago about doing an exchange thing where I come on his and he comes on mine, and he was talking. Well, maybe we can do a joint thing, you know, at the same time and just do it. And I said, yeah, that'll work for me because we do it live, you know, but, oh, he wasn't thrilled with that at all. You know, I just, uh, it's one of those that does some editing. I said, yeah, okay. So, and so that, that was a year ago and I haven't heard from him, but I went on, I was watching his and I was watching some other wine blogs and, uh, it was, you know, I mean, we we all are good. We all have information to throw out there. Uh, this mm-hmm. this one guy I was watching though was a, a name dropper. You know, I back when I had so and so on the show, and we were talking about. Then you go, and then you know, a little bit later, so and so was on the show, and we talked about, it, and he kept dropping names of these people that was been on the show, and I don't know if that's supposed mm-hmm. to be impressive or what, but. I've had a lot of big names on this show too, and I've had a lot of wineries on the show, and I've had a lot of that stuff. And you know, mm-hmm. I, the only reason I bring them up again is like, well, three weeks ago, help me out. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, oh wow, what is his name? Uh, how to drink all the time? Uh, Jonathan Ross. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Ross. It just yeah. you know. Um, now, you know, I'll bring his name up again because I'm going to promote his book a couple more times here. How to Drink Australian Wine is the name of the book. And it's uh, Murdoch Books here. I've got it here. Murdoch Books uh, is a printer. And it's really an interesting book. It's got some beautiful pictures in it and all that. Uh, I am going to order a hard copy. Uh, they uh, when when I booked them, 
they sent me a link to uh, a text spreadsheet of the book. And I've been going through it and reading and all that. But I'll tell you what, really interesting. If you are at all interested in Australian wines and the regions and all that stuff, this book is well worth it. Uh, he does a great job at putting the thing together. And he's uh, got some fantastic photography. He didn't do it, but he's got some fantastic photography and maps of the different regions and stuff like that. And he really does a very, very good job of explaining uh, Australia. Uh, it's uh, just really, I, I can't say enough about it. He does a, a fantastic job on it. So if you're at all interested in Australian wines, this is really a great book. Uh, it is, goes into the different areas and tells about how they evolved and all that. And Australian history is not like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. It's uh, fairly recent compared to Europe and uh, even Africa and a lot of these other places. This is a fairly new uh, growing area. So uh, check it out. It's uh, called... Oh, geez, what is it called? Yeah, let me get back up to the top. I'm, I want to be sure I give you the right name. Uh, oh, come on. Go to the top. How to Drink Australian, an Essential Modern Wine Book. And that is the name of it. Uh, and it, it just, it's, I don't know how much it costs. I really... Oh, geez, what did I do? I just hit the wrong button and I wiped it out. I did. I got to load it loaded up again here. Uh, crap. So, but uh, I do highly recommend it. It is definitely well worth uh, the uh, effort to get it. And it's available on Amazon and it's available uh, directly. Uh, from Jonathan, you can do that. Uh, he has it available. So there's all sorts of ways you can get the book. Uh, so do it. And I'm reading another book now. We're going to have a guest on in January called The Wine List. And this is interesting. It goes through and has little one-page stories about different years. And it really is interesting the way he's got this set up and the way it is... Uh, working. So uh, that guest will be coming up in January. And we also have a guest next week, too. So it's uh, quite a bit. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I was sitting here looking at something, trying to find something that I can't find, and that's making me mad now. Uh, well, I'm going to have to go into something else to find it and it's going to take time to do it and I can't do that and... hmm oh, okay well I'll have to do that oh, that makes me mad when I do that stuff so uh, check check that out we've got a lot of authors that have been on the show and people who have things that they're promoting in wine uh, 
I guess we need to, Mike, get something up on the Facebook page of these authors that we have and the ones that are, are selling books or e-books e or stuff like that. We really need to get something up on the Facebook page of of all of these people. I mean, go back. We, we've got some that go back a couple of years that we can pick up and throw up there, too, and uh, do that. I, I just thought of that, but that we can have ourselves a – I don't know how it works on the Facebook page or even on our, our uh, web page. Mm -hmm. There. Uh, something something else you can do with your all of your free time. Since uh, <laughs> uh, you can't find you know these books, authors, and stuff like that, and set up something either on Facebook or on our web page or something. Okay. And, uh, see if we can do that. Every time we have a new author on, we can pop them in to that and have the information there. Which, yeah. you know, like Joy Neighbor, she's she's got a couple of books we can promote for her, and and uh, uh, I can't think of his name. He's been on two or three times with us, but I can't think of his name. But he's got books out. But yeah, there's Jim. Uh, Jim, yeah, Jim has been Lockman. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Jim Lockman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as soon as you said Jim, it dawned on me, Jim Lachlan. So, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's just a thought that occurred to me. It might be something that, that we can do to help help these people in there, get them exposure. So, um, this next week, what do we got coming up for for many holidays this next week? We don't have any, really, but... Tomorrow is Forget-Me-Not Day, which, you know, people that you haven't seen in a while, grab yourself a bottle of wine, go over and visit them. Say, hey, here's something that we can talk about and do that. That's tomorrow on the 10th. The 11th is Singles Day. And it's observed in China. Uh, it's a Chinese observation, which uh, encourages singles to themselves to uh, luxuries for a day, uh, singles. And they're trying to adopt it in the United States here. It's been going on for a couple of time, uh, a couple of years now. So if you are single and listen to this, treat yourself to a good bottle of wine. There you go. That's a good way to do it. I mean, hey, why not? Sunday the 12th, International Tongue Twister Day. Do we need to say more? Monday, the 13th, World Kindness Day. World Kindness, not the United States. World Kindness. Just like Tongue Twister International. Boy, these things all over the world, I never realized. Wednesday, or Tuesday, Spicy National Spicy Guacamole Day. I'm not a big guacamole fan. You know, I just, I, I'll have it, but not something I look forward to. It's, it's good to have on sandwiches or pizza or, or not pizza tacos or something but and the 15th next Wednesday America recycles day national recycle day which we all should be doing anyway with the stuff that we can recycle but they have to pick a special day for it 
November is Diabetes Awareness Month. If you are diabetic, watch your A1Cs. Wine will bring up the A1C, but not a lot. I have used myself for tests, and I am diabetic also. Actually, I'm on insulin diabetic. And I have taken a bottle of wine and started out at about 11 o'clock in the morning, pour myself a glass. I actually do my blood test before, pour myself a glass. After an hour, do another blood test. And another hour later, do a blood test. I have another glass of wine. And I progress this throughout the day until the evening. Didn't go anywhere, just doing drinking wine and doing blood tests. And surprisingly, it only from the beginning of the morning until the time I finished in the evening, it only went up about 20 points, 20 to 22 points, which really isn't bad. You know, if you're diabetic, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, started out at about 105 and ended up about 130, somewhere around there. So it's it doesn't raise your sugar is real high. Keep in mind that wine might not have sugar in it, but alcohol metabolizes into the sugars and metabolizes itself into sugars. So you're still getting sugars from the alcohol. So you know, white wine would tend to be a little bit better uh, if you want to look at it that way. But Red wine's still good. I had red wine in my experiment. I did another one with white wine, but I didn't follow up on it all the way through. I it stopped it halfway through, so uh, I don't talk about that. But the one with red wine, it was surprisingly low blood sugars at the time I finished it. So, um, National Diabetes Month is November. Then we've got... Military Family Month, uh, National Peanut Butter Lovers Month, National Pomegranate Month, National Raisin Bread Month. I like Raisin Bread with the icing on top. I don't see that much anymore. That that icing was always my favorite. Raisin Bread is good, but the icing just made it extra special. It's also National Roasting Month, which makes sense because it's Thanksgiving, and what do we do with the turkey but roasted? Native American Heritage Month uh, is this month. I'm surprised they didn't put that number one. That would be important, I would think. And Spinach and Squash Month. So there's other reasons to celebrate with wine, all those different things. And if you've got Native American blood in you, then that's an even better reason to celebrate with wine. So that's what we got coming up here. Next week, we have uh, a guest, Ikimi. I think that's how it's pronounced, Ikimi Foundation. So she'll tell us what that's all about and what's going on with that and everything. We don't have a guest tonight. Uh, we had a guest last week. We supposed to, And we had a, I, I don't know. We had one scheduled for last week, and I was looking through my emails, and I found him. And there was no notes from him or anything, and so we had another guest. So, uh, next week we do... I do have... I yes, do sir. have one more. I didn't hear this one, but Saturday, this coming Saturday, November 11th, 
is a federal holiday in the United States observed annually on the day for honoring military veterans of the United States Armed Forces <laughs> who were dis- other than dishonorable. Uh, Armistice Day or Veterans Day, <laughs> the Saturday. I was ty- I was typing stuff out and I go, did he mention Veterans Day? I don't know. No, and, uh, <laughs> no I didn't. Uh, um, anyway, so um, Veterans Day, it's a uh, federal holiday. Uh, there's there's no mail. There's no, uh, uh, I mean, just, you know, have have the day off. It's going to be on a Saturday. It's going to be, uh, uh, hopefully the weather's going to be good where you can you know, be, do things. Yeah, Enjoy things. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, um, they, are they yeah. celebrating yeah. Veterans Day on Friday? Uh, no banks and oh, government and um, all that. I know some banks are closed um, tomorrow. That's uh, Friday, That's Friday, but uh, don't know if uh, most banks, credit unions, including uh, some of the big names, will be closed on the actual day of the holiday on November 11th. Uh, huh. Federal courts and non-federal federal officers will also be closed. Offices will also be closed. Um, restaurants and stores will mostly remain open, of course. Yeah. They <laughs> do all the time now, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they will be offering their deals to veterans, so uh, you'll find out uh, what's happening uh, this year and, and take advantage of it by all means, please. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, should... Thank you. I, I was going to mention Veterans Day, and I just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard it and I go, okay. I know he mentioned Saturday, but I forgot what what was on Saturday. Um, it was not Saturday. Which we got on there. Um, so, anyway, yeah. back to the program. Well, thank you. Yeah, Veterans Day <laughs> coming up Saturday. And if you are a veteran, thank you for your service. And, uh, you yeah, I definitely, definitely. Uh, one thing I noticed a lot of veterans are thankful for their service and they don't know how to respond to it. I am a veteran and I have found that a good response to the comment, thank you for your service, is thank you for your support or thank you for caring or something along that line. It's a simple, easy respond to it and it actually shows the people who thank you for your service that you do appreciate it and they feel good about the fact that they did thank you. So uh, just something as simple as thank you for your support or, you know, thank you for caring or something like that is a big step in the right direction. I've been using that now for a few years, and it's really a a good way to do it. So, uh, yeah, Veterans Day. And if you are a veteran or you are married to a veteran, there are all sorts of free meals out there for veterans and all bunches of Denny's all around the country. I think tomorrow is giving a Grand Slam breakfast. I don't think they're doing it Saturday because Saturdays are usually pretty busy anyway. So I think they're doing it tomorrow. And there's uh, a lot of places that are doing all sorts of different specials for Veterans Day that normally don't do it. There's places like Home Depot and Lowe's that give you a 10% discount anyway if you're a veteran, but uh, there's a lot of places that are doing specials right now on just for Veterans Day. Great Clips is doing haircuts uh, or a coupon for a haircut within 30 days because 
gets really crowded on Veterans Day. They try to spread it out that way. But there's lots of things going on for veterans on Veterans Day. And if you're not a veteran, thank the businesses for thinking of the veterans. It's really a, a nice thing to do. Thank them for thinking of the veterans and showing that you do appreciate their support of the veterans also. So there you go. I get off the soapbox now, I guess. Uh, we have Wines of the Year picked out by Wine Spectator. Number seven was just revealed, uh, eight and seven uh, was just revealed. Let's see if I can find them here. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Okay, I don't. I'm already a member. I don't want to join that. Okay. Uh, wow, they even have a list of 35 years of the top 100. Why? Well, but that would be uh, a long site. Okay, here we go. Number 10 is Greywack. Sauvignon Blanc, Marlboro, Australia, 2022, score of 95, and they've imported 10,000 cases, so you should be able to find it here in the country. It uh, should be pretty easy. Issue date was October 15th of this year, so it's rather new. Uh, $23 suggested retail price. Uh, so I, I I give you the prices. I, I'm just wondering, and people never email me and tell me thanks and all that, which you know I understand. Cause I don't whenever people ask for stuff like that either, and I'm really should. But I give prices. I give prices on wines and all that. And I, I was talking to my, the cigar guys last night, uh, Craig and Mike and cap and they were talking about doing yet another type of blog and I said Are you going to get the prices and they said no uh, I said well why wouldn't you and they said because they they can go up or down or different stores will have a little bit higher a little bit lower than other stores I said but couldn't you give a range or something I said people would want to know that I think and the same thing with wine I tell you the price of $23 on a bottle that uh, suggested retail price is $23 and if you walk in the store and you find it for 25 that's not going to I don't think upset you a lot or if you find it for 21 you think you're getting a deal so but if you think about it or if you are so inclined let me know if giving prices of wine because I always do I mean I'll open up a bottle of wine have a wine with the show here and I'll Try to tell you how much it costs, uh, just to let you know. But this, let me know what you think about prices. If you're so inclined to send me a quick email, I would appreciate it. So here we go. Greywack, uh, G-R-E-Y-W-A-C-K-E. Uh, Sauvignon Blanc is number 10 on this year's list. Uh, 10,000 cases imported, so it should be pretty easy to find uh, them somewhere. 
Number nine. This is from Willamette Valley. It's a 2021 Pinot Noir. 1,870 cases were made, so they should be pretty available. Score of 94, and it is suggested price of $40. Uh, so uh, actually for Willamette Pinot, Pinot Noir, that is really a pretty decent price. So again, uh, Oh, uh, Renaissance, R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E. -E. I think that's pronounced resonance, resonance, but uh, resonance uh, from Willamette Valley, Pinot Noir. Number eight is from Pulak, 2020, Chateau Pichon Baron. 97 was the score, 12,404 cases, a price, a staggering to me, $165. Whoa, I mean, that tends to be a little steep for most people's budgets. Um, but, you know, if you, and it's only number eight on the list. Yeah. So, if you're so inclined. Uh, $165, and I think this is a, excuse me, uh, a blend, okay, here we go, Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot uh, blend, so it's, uh, I don't know the percentage, it doesn't say in this, but uh, Cabernet Sauvignon Merlot blend, which is really pretty decent blend, so, and number Seven is Antonori Chianti Classico. It's Chianti Classico Marseille Antonori Reserva, 2020 vintage, 95 score, 5,000 cases were imported. Imported, well, I guess it means to the United States. 5,000 cases were imported. $50 for a bottle of that. And this is a blend of Sangiovese, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Merlot. Uh, should be pretty good. Chianti's, Chianti Classicos tend to be really good. Uh, they've got so many regulations on them, they better be. Number six, Dunn, D-U-N-N Vineyards, Cabernet Sauvignon, Howell Mountain, 2019. 3,750 cases made, score of 96, $175. You know, that's what they do. Uh, it's from the Vacan uh, Mayakamas Mountains, Napa Valley. So, uh, uh, sp special designation, highly recommended. So, there it is. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from Howell Mountain. And number five, oh, I'm going to destroy this name. I know I am. Uh, from southern Italy, Mastro Berardino. Mastro Berardino. M-A-S-T-R-O-B-E-R-A-R-D-I-N-O. Mastro Berardino. It's a Tarossi 
Radicchi Reserva, and again, T-A-U-R-A-S-I, then Radicchi, R-A-D-I-C-I, and Reserva 2016. 833 cases. That might be a little bit harder to find, I would think. Score of 95, $73, which we think, wow, what a deal. But, you know, it's still $73. That was number five. Number four is a rayon, a rayon, R-A-E-N, rayon, Pinot Noir. Sonoma Coast Royal St. Robert Cuvée. That's quite a name there. It's a 2021 vintage. 2,075 cases were made. Score of 95. And it's only $70. Yeah, okay. Beautifully defined pinpoint Damson Plum Mulberry and Blood Orange Notes. Yeah, okay. You know, just make up stuff, people. Mouth-watering through the lengthy, unadorned finish, which relies on tension and... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, th- th- we all know what that means, don't we? Yeah, sure. That's why they say it. I, I am... I am one, if you have not discovered over the years yet, that think that when they start doing these... Uh, tasting notes, and they start saying stuff like that, you're going, huh, what? I mean, it relies on tension and purity. Okay, now, uh, okay, (laughs) I won't get into it anymore. It's just, uh, to me, a little bit ridiculous. Number three. Drum roll, blah, blah, blah. Number three is the Chateau Lynch Vagues is Pulak 2020. Score 96. 20,000 cases made. Wow. Uh, is uh, $137. Uh, let's see. There's christening it a classic quality wine. Lynch Vagues has long been beloved in the U.S., and has been affectionately nicknamed lunch bags within some English-speaking wine circles. Bagus. Okay. Um, tasting notes. Let's see if this one can beat the other one. Uh, show subtle, savory, and cedar hints that stay in the background. As the iron note pierces through the fruit on the finish. Almost approachable for the fruit. But wait if you can. Okay, there we go. Isn't that exciting descriptions? I, I just, you know, I read descriptions just so I can get a chuckle and try to figure out what they what they really mean. I like to keep it simple. You know, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, but as the iron note pierces through the fruit on the finish. Iron note. Okay, but here we go. Uh, Pilac 2020 Chateau Lynch Vegas, uh, $137. Number two on Wine Spectator's top 10 list for 2020 is Occidental, the Pinot Noir West Sonoma Coast Freestone Occidental 2021. 
4,000 cases were made. 94 is the score, a little low compared to some of the others. Price, $65, which isn't really too bad. I mean, if it's as good as the position says here, then that's really not a bad price. Uh, the bowling primes with pure blackberry and black cherry fruit enlivened by a light, savory note, underlying mineral edge, adds subtle tension throughout. Yeah, I get subtle tension in my wine if it's got a mineral edge. Um, and the tasting notes, boast blackberry and plum fruit enlivened by light savory thread. While anise and iris notes add range through the sleek, tangy finish. Shows a nice underlying mineral edge, which adds subtle tension throughout. Okay. Uh, most of the people I think I'm talking to out there that are the uh, listeners of the show aren't ones that are going to get excited by those types of descriptions. They will tend to like more down-to-earth, straightforward ones. So there you go. And number one wah, 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 is not revealed until tomorrow, Friday, November the 10th. So next week I will let you know what Wine Spectator picked as the number one wine for 2022 uh, after going through their top nine or their minus the number one. So uh, Wine Spectator, if you subscribe to Wine Spectator, you do have access to their website and you can check all this out there too and if you don't subscribe to wine spectator you can subscribe to the website and do it that way too i think they let you subscribe to the website and right now if you go on the website wine spectator is offering two free issues if you subscribe which is a pretty good deal uh so there you go I'm not trying to promote Wine Spectator. I, just, I get it because I enjoy the articles in it and stuff like that. And they have different things on there. Some of the stuff I think is over the top, silly. Oh, whatever. So there you go. There's your top top ten or top nine of the ten wines. Let's see. All right, that's not. See, this goes, uh, I've got these wine spectators come in all the way for the past week, and they've been announcing different ones every day. Uh, so, uh, it started on the 7th, and it went right straight through. So let me take care of this so I won't get it confused with other stuff. And we will leave that one there. And we are set. Okay. So uh, there's your top ten. I want to tell you uh, now, too, uh, Thanksgiving coming up a week, uh, two weeks from today. I won't be able to talk too much about next week. We have a guest. And uh, I 
usually just try to concentrate on the guests when we have one on. Two weeks from today, Thanksgiving. What are you going to drink with Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, I know you're going to drink wine because that's why you listen to the show. Uh, if you were a beer drinker or a hard liquor drinker, not too likely would you be uh, listening to all about wine. But we do cover other stuff besides just wine. So there's always that possibility. But what are you going to have? What are you going to have with your turkey? Now, this is a dilemma that is present in a lot of cooking, how you prepare it. Are you going to prepare this turkey uh, in the oven or in uh, a deep fryer? Or, I mean, there's there's all sorts of ways you can prepare the turkey. So what are you going to do with it? And how you do it is going to make a difference on what wine. But let's just go back to the basics, okay? Let's go back to just a baked turkey that's going to be in the oven for a few hours and you're going to pull it out and you're going to go wow this is great what wine should we have with it i might suggest and not a cabernet sauvignon but i might suggest something along the lines of possibly a barbera now they do have california barberas that are available on the shelf but a lot of your barbaras are from Italy. So get a barbara, B-A-R-B-A-R-A, barbara. Uh, and that, that should go very well with your turkey. You can also try a, well, a carmenere. And I, I say carmenere. Carmenere tend to be a little bit lighter, are, are a little bit heavier, and a little peppery undertones. But... A lot of the common errors in the under $20 range, uh, under 17 tend to be a little bit lighter and fruitier. And that's why I think a common error might go well with your turkey. You can also go white if you're so inclined. And the Chardonnay, a good oaky Chardonnay would be, I think quite good with the turkey. You know, I mean, with a bird, you usually do go white, uh, depending on how it's prepared. But uh, do a barbera or a carmenere. Barbera's domestic and Italy carmenere is, I think, Chile is the only place you can get it. I don't think they are making enough now in any other country that you're going to find it anywhere. But Chile does import Carmenere to us. There's you know, five or six importers of Carmenere also. Um, C-A-R-M-E-N-E-R-E with a little above the last E, Carmenere. The uh, Chardonnay, you can go a little bit oaky on the Chardonnay, which will hold up well against the turkey, depends on how you make it. And the rest of the food on the table, too. When I say turkey, you're looking at that's only like, what, one-tenth of your plate full of food? Uh, a lot of other stuff on there, too. So since it does cover, uh, but you, since your meal is more than just turkey, the Chardonnay would hold up well with the other foods and all that. So try Chardonnay. When you get to dessert, 
and most people go, uh, but if you do decide to have dessert, try, a, well, pumpkin pie obviously is going to be, uh, try uh, a sparkling wine with it, a kava, uh, a, uh, a champagne, which is going to be a little bit more expensive, but uh, a kava is always good, prosecco. There's lots of nice sparkling wines that will go well with your dessert for Thanksgiving. So uh, try those things. Try try something else. And uh, if you're so inclined, get yourself a dry sparkling wine with your turkey dinner. I, I think go well. I'm I'm picturing it, and I think a, a drier bubbly with turkey dinner would be very pleasant. It's a festive occasion anyway, and most people think of a sparkling wine as festive, so why not? I'm always telling you to try to diversify a little bit with your sparkling wines, and it's not just for special occasions. Well, here you go. This is semi-special occasion that gives you something to pop open that sparkling wine. So do that for Thanksgiving. Whiskey Festival. I mentioned this before, but I was talking about uh, Wine Spectator. Their Whiskey Festival is coming up on, uh, where is the date here? Oh, here it is. New York is November 9th, and Las Vegas is December the 2nd. And so these are, uh, if you are into whiskey, these are really they're, they can get rather expensive, but boy, I'll tell you what, you're going to be tasting some whiskeys that you would never taste. Uh, and with that price, you'd say, oh, I'm actually getting by with some decent decent whiskeys here at a decent price. So uh, Whiskey Fest is coming up. If you're around Las Vegas or New York, then those out. Uh, Italy had a lot of moisture on their harvest this year, but they were able to harvest, and so they should not have a bad uh, bad year or a bad harvest because they were able to get most of the stuff in. The rains came, and when the rains came, it really caused a problem with them. Food and Wines Festival. The Grand Tasting going to be Sunday, December the 10th, from 2 to 6 at the Palm Beach Country or Palm Beach County Convention Center. You can taste over 60 wines, rated 90 plus points by Wine Spectator, and you have fine dining. Uh, this goes on. the The Grand Tasting is going to be Sunday, but uh, the whole event starts Thursday. Uh, with uh, events and stuff like that and seminars and things going on for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Sunday is the Grand Tasting. Palm Beach, uh, the convention center in Palm Beach County, which is a pretty big place. I've been there before and worked it back when I was a photographer for things. But they have a who's who list of wines and restaurants that's going to be added. So, uh, and again, this is one of those that's going to cost some money. I'm not sure how much uh, early bird pricing. Mike, would you check that out for me? 
It's pbfoodwinefest.com. As in Palm Beach, PB Food Wine Fest. Mm-hmm. Wine, Diamond, Sunshine, December 7th through the 10th. And let's see. Portion of the proceeds uh, to benefit Ernie L's, uh, L's for Autism. And, uh, oh, I remember this. I looked this up before. This had uh, some I pretty so. big names in there from CD and uh, Robert Irving. Yeah. Irving, Irvine, uh, Duff Goldman, probably know him from TV. There's quite a few, uh, I don't know what you call them, A-listers. <laughs> A-listers, anyway, there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the red carpet. Uh, let's see, I am looking for ticket prices. Uh, schedule sponsors. <laughs> anyway, talk amongst yourselves. I'm sure it's here somewhere. And yeah. buy tickets. Okay. Um yeah, this was the one I had looked up. It, they start at around two hundred and seventy-five dollars per person uh, for the for these uh, specific events. This is for Thursday, uh, but they have um, where you will be. Uh, it's like an evening with Robert Irving or Irvine. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, they're they're hosting it themselves. And there's a, a walk around tasting and uh, different events. There's uh, dinner at Flory's uh, for two seventy five. Um, who else? Uh, let's see. The other days, uh, two seventy five. Friday, uh, eh, Friday. There's a couple that are under two hundred dollars. Um, yeah, a few of those, and there's and a bunch of them are sold out already. So it's best to check the uh, website. Like Friday, there's only two available events out of uh, eight, about nine events uh, that are wow. available. So seven events are already sold out. Uh, Saturday, there's two events that are uh, available. Everything else is sold out. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, the last the day there's tasting. one out of three. Uh, the grand tasting is available, and it oh. is uh, one thirty-five per person uh, for early bird. Well, it's already gone, so it's one ninety-five per person after <laughs> September thirtieth. So yeah, it's one ninety-five now. Uh, so that's the grand tasting, and that is on Sunday, December. 3rd. So that's from two to six. PM. Yeah, that's only four yeah. hours long, but they get all sorts of wineries and all mm-hmm. sorts of restaurants and everything on that thing. That's you know, you've yeah, you got to make deal. up your mind how many wineries you're going to try to visit or how much food you're going to try to eat from good restaurants. I mean, it's just yeah. Yeah. a lot of events are already sold out, but uh, check out the website and um, yeah, plan to be there. It's a, it's a big event. Be it is a big there. event. Yeah, they do this every year of uh, 16 years, it says here they've been doing this. So, and so, wow. uh, a good, good deal. Good, uh, thanks. But that's coming up on December the tenth, which isn't that far away. We're less than a month. So, so there you go. Thank you, Mike, for checking that out for me. Um, okay. Now, what else I was going to talk about here? Um, oh, met a couple guys on the golf course. Uh, well, last. Uh, Last week, I haven't played golf this week. Oh, I was going to tell you. Geez. My headphones just fell off. Um, okay, now we're ready. I was going to tell you, my engineer wife had back surgery. 
Monday, and she, it went well. She's recovering uh, in pain, but it went well. So it uh, has necessitated me to be home taking care of my mother-in-law, and now that she's home, taking care of her. So because of that, I haven't played golf. But last week, I did. And I played golf with these two guys. Uh, We all matched up together. Not by necessity, just that it's always fun to play with someone. They said, you you want to play? And I go, sure. So they all, each individual did. But... Uh, we were, one guy was from Alaska and one guy was from Rhode Island and we were asking what we did for a living, you know, and the guy from Rhode Island was a UPS driver and the guy from Alaska was a hunting guide and fishing guide. And I said, I do a blog talk radio show on wine. And so that immediately piqued their interest. And they ask questions that normally people ask who are not knowledgeable of wine. And always, you know, what is your favorite wine? And I said, well, that's, you know, that's a loaded question. It could be, you know, depends on the situation, depends on the food, depends on whatever. I said, if I had to pick one, it would be a good Carmenere uh, or maybe a good Barbera out of, Italy or a uh, late harvest that's from Canada. Uh, just it, I can go down to the list depending on what mood I'm in. And they said something that I've heard many times from people. And I wanted to address this tonight. They said, well, we wouldn't know the difference between a good wine and a bad wine. And I've heard people mention that a lot. And I was thinking about it uh, then and then a little bit earlier today, and I want to address it on the radio show. Basically, yes, you will. You can tell the difference. If you're so used to buying wines that cost $15, give or take a couple of dollars, if you're used to buying wines that cost $15, and someone hands you a bottle of wine that's double that around $30, you're going to tell the difference. And it's not a question of you're going to tell the difference. It's a question of you will tell the difference. And a good comparison, I think, and I've always used, is a hamburger. You can go and get yourself a cheap McDonald's hamburger. Uh, What are they now? A buck and a quarter, I think. I, I remember when they were... I remember when they were 15 cents, but they're a buck and a quarter now. You can get a hamburger and bite into it. Now, that's a hamburger. Or you can go somewhere and uh, out back or, uh, you know, Five Guys even or something like that. Uh, in and out Burger. I think those are all over the place too. And you can get one of those burgers. And you go, wow, this is really a good burger. But it's just a hamburger, just like McDonald's hamburger. There's really, it's a hamburger. But you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference because of the quality of the meat. You can tell the difference because of how they cooked it. You can tell the difference between the two hamburgers. 
and you can tell the difference between the two wines. It might be subtle on some of the stuff. It might be subtle differences that you have to look for uh, when you get a bottle of wine that costs 15 and one that costs 25. There's going to be differences there, but you're going to have to look for some of them. But they are there, and you can tell the difference. Don't discredit your palate. Don't discredit your abilities. You can tell the difference. And you're so used to buying wine that costs $15. And that's what you get used to. But the next time you buy a bottle of wine, get away from that $15. I, I refer to it as your default wine. Get away from that $15 and immediately go over and pick up one that costs 30 or around there. Now you're saying, oh, I can buy two bottles for that. Yeah, you can, but the difference is phenomenal. You really can tell the difference. It is noticeable. And so jump in and get one that's a little bit more expensive and give it a try. Now I'm not saying every wine you buy should be in this price range. It, it, that's not feasible, but out of the next 10, make it two, possibly three in that price range, and you will be able to tell the difference. It's The quality is there, and it's going to be, some of the tastes are going to be subtle, the, the aftertaste is going to be subtle, but you will be able to tell the difference. So... Do that and, uh, you know, treat yourself to it and really be able to see the difference and all. So uh, I wanted to address that, especially after they asked me uh, about it. I haven't talked about some different wineries, too. Ennery River. Ennery River is located in South Carolina. South Carolina? Yeah, South Carolina. Newberry, uh, phone number 803-276-2855. They have all sorts of stuff coming up in the winter. Uh, they have a uh, uh, unpack the porch, which is returning through November 19th. What, one more, two more weeks? Wow, that's all. Uh, the Time Pirates in Jackson and Truelock performs. And then they have karaoke on the 17th and Black Friday weekend, 11:24 and 11:25, and holiday caricature workshop and wine tasting, December the 2nd, and a paint party coming up uh, December the 8th. All sorts of stuff happening at Henry River Winery, along with a whole bunch of different wines that they have. So if you are traveling over the next month, check them out. They are at 1650-1650 Dusty Road in Newberry, South Carolina. And they're 803-276-2855. Uh, I always forget to tell you about Innery River and any other wineries because I start talking to people and we get away from it. Bonterra Organic Estates. They're having an early Black Friday sale with up to 50% off of cans. We've talked about cans. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, they also have 
a Bonterra Bubbles in on-the-go cans. You can buy that and save 50%, uh, which is a good deal. And they said choose your favorite November graze board for a chance to win $10,000 in cash prizes. I don't know what that's all about, but check out their website and you can see it. It is <coughs> excuse me, Bonterra uh, com, I believe is all it is. Bonterra, B-O-N-T-E-R-R-A, Bonterra.com. And uh, they're located in Hopland, California, at 12901 Old River Road in Hopland, California. Uh, Bonterra Organic Estates. That might be their web address, Bonterra Organic Estates. I don't see it here. I don't know. I'm uh, on uh, Bonterra.com. And, uh, yeah, that's Bonterra.com. Yep, that's showing everything. Yeah. So, uh, Okay, good. It's good. So, so it's not organic. It's just Bonterra.com. So there you go. Out in California. Organic, though, uh, I'm sure they would love to talk to you about organic and what they're doing and all that. People who do that stuff are very excited about telling people about what they do and everything. So they are, they're located in California, though, Tara. They have stuff going on all the time there also. And let's see, do we have another one? I thought we did. Let me see. I thought I saw one earlier. Oh, this one I was going to tell you. Uh, Virginia Wine. Actually, we need to get back and start talking to some wineries in Virginia. That's where we stopped when we were going around the country talking to wineries. We've been doing a lot of other stuff since then. Uh, but Virginia Wine, uh, they have uh, Charlottesville wins Wine Region of the Year from the 2023 Wine Enthusiast Wine Star Awards. That's pretty exciting. Uh, last year, or was it last year, year before last? No, it was uh, Texas has won it and uh, place in November. It's jumped around the country, but uh, pretty, pretty good recognition. Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, the award highlights the remarkable achievements in the wine industry and honors Charlottesville's exceptional quality, innovation, and commitment to producing world-class wines. And as uh, Charlottesville brings home this award after being nominated alongside notable wine-producing regions across the globe, including Italy's Lambrusca, France's Provence, and Prosecco, South Africa's Swartland, and Australia's Victoria. So Charlottesville won. That is quite a quite a thing there. So. Uh, Virginia Wines, they, they've got stuff going on there uh, throughout the winter. They they don't, I don't think any of them really close down to the winter. Uh, you can visit Virginia Cideries. There's a whole bunch of cideries. And you can also get a tasting pass for $22.50 and... Uh, you purchase for twenty two fifty and receive four ten dollar vouchers. 
to redeem at your chosen cidery. So, wow, it's like 20 and you're getting $40 more on it. What a deal. Go to the cidery. So if you're into cider, Virginia cider is got quite a deal there. So do that. Let's see. The time of celebration, November 10th to the 19th, cider lovers everywhere to dive into the world of Virginia cider, which is, starts tomorrow. Wow. We're on top of that one this time, aren't we? So there you go. We are done for this week. We do have a guest next week. So be sure to tune in. It's going to be, uh, who did I say it was? I said it was going to be, uh, is he? Either Ikini or Ikini. Yeah, oh, that's it. Ikini, you know, something like that. Uh, So, yeah, how to pronounce the name. So, (laughs) you know, how do you pronounce your name? Then it'll probably sound completely different from what we're saying. So, excuse me. Next week we have a guest, and the following week Thanksgiving, and we will not be uh, potting. Potting is that a word? Uh, We're not be on on Thanksgiving, and then the following week, uh, I think we might have a guest the following week. I'm not sure yet, but uh, that's what's coming up. So. We're done for this week. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you all very much. Uh, have a great weekend and a great week ahead. And uh, we will talk to you all live next Thursday or in the archives whenever you get a chance. And, uh, a couple of things. And, if you see a veteran, sure. thank the veteran, uh, especially this Saturday, Veterans Day. And I almost forgot. In fact, I was going to mention it three or four times. I've been listening to you all day today while I was doing stuff. FlightLineRadio.com. That's Mike's. uh, (laughs) Mike's. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, well, I was going through all these emails. I was one something listened to, so I turned you on. So I listened to it. But um, FlightLineRadio.com, Mike is live on Saturdays from 10 to noon. And then at noon on Saturdays, he broadcasts. A uh, first and fifteenth episode uh, from that's uh, Wednesday. Oh, that's yeah. Wednesday. That's right. This Saturday is the repeat of All About Wine. Yeah. Okay. Um, you will hear this show this coming Saturday. What we're listening it, to now. <laughs> yeah, what you're listening to now will be on again. Yeah. So, yeah, I got that. On Wednesdays is a re is a broadcast a, a seven first and seven. Uh, of the first and fifteenth episodes, so. But uh, yeah, Mike is on at a decent yeah. hour now. He's on from ten to noon on Saturdays, so we can yep. we can listen to him. So yeah, that's right. Um, there you go. Um, don't forget to register, to register for a free car for Christmas. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I register? Where do I register? <laughs> All, all we need is the car, and all we need is the registration. So that's right. And all we need is all the taxes paid, and right. and we'll give you a car. We'll give you a car. That's right. Better yet, give us your car, and we'll give it back to you as a prize. Yeah. Woo, there you go. Fun. There you go. Yeah. We'll put a bow on. Congratulations, winner. <laughs> this concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine with your host Ron. 
For show information, links to all I can't hear it. There we go. I accidentally hit the buttons. My buttons are all mixed up here. Um, anyway, <laughs> then I thought, how come the video's not even on my screen? Is this still playing? No. All right. No. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. In Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. Way off. I didn't even have the. Uh, all right. Turn that off and turn that off. Okay. Wow. I didn't even have a. Go in the green room. All right.